everyone. Welcome to episode 27. So, so excited to have you guys tune in to hear our fifth love story on the podcast. Today, we have the amazing Collins and the amazing Sally. Sally, how's it going, girl? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Thank you guys so much for being here. Collins, what's going on? Doing well, thanks. We're excited. Yes, I'm excited to hear your story. And for everybody who's listening on the podcast, this is my first time hearing their story. So it's going to be fresh for all of us as we go on this journey on this episode. So super, super excited. So the first question I always ask the couples who come on here is, how long have you guys been married? Uh, we've been married almost two years now. Oh, well, congratulations. Two years is big. How does it feel? I time flies, honestly. Um, but you know, I wouldn't have it in a, any other way um, with my special someone, you know. So. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like we're still dating because I'm like, oh, babe, and I'm like, oh wait, we're married. But I guess it's good, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good sign. That's a good sign. Yeah. That means you know you guys are keeping it young and keeping it fresh. So that's really, really exciting. Congrats on two years. That's huge. So we have some people with some experience in the house, which is really, really exciting. So let's start from the beginning, guys. What's the love story? Take me back to when you guys first met. So I'll, I guess there's two parts to this story, but um, I think I can go first. So okay. <laughs> um, we were both, I guess, starting college and I went out with a group of friends to go play soccer. And one of my friends was like, hey, you should go ask that guy over there um, that's playing basketball by himself. Uh, to come play soccer with us and I was like there's no way he's good at you know soccer he's playing basketball but anyways I sneaked by and I was like hey do you want to come play uh soccer with us and he was like sure oh so that's how I met Collins um but I guess he can tell you his side yeah it's always funny like listening to it from the other side but I remember that day because I had gone, I've left home and I had gone to school and I went to school in the middle of the summer. And the town I went to, the school was kind of small. And there was no one on campus and I was feeling really, really, really homesick that day. Oh. And I was like, let me just go shoot some hoops. I don't shoot hoops. I never, I never played ball in high school. If I did, I wasn't very good. <laughs> so I'm just shooting random hoops and I see this group of people just come in and I'm like, I kind of just ignore them. And I hear this voice like, hey, do you want to play basketball with us? I'm like, oh. Yeah, soccer with us. And I was like, I I don't know this sounds kind of weird, but the instant I heard like the voice, I was like, there's no way that's a coincidence. Oh, but I kind of wow. just ignored it. Yeah. And then she said it again. And I was like, uh, sure. So I ran over and uh, so I took off my shoes because I was like, we're playing soccer. Okay, let's go. So I take, so I take off my shoes, take off my socks. <laughs> I can just see everybody like judging me. Like, okay, this random kid taking off your shoes. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean... That's, that was the first like encounter. Then like I don't know like when I left that building that day, it was kind of like I knew the meeting wasn't a coincidence. Wow. Okay. So clearly, there's a lot of depth on Colin's side at this point in the encounter, right? Yeah. When you went to him, did you think that he was cute, or you were just like just being nice to him because people had just said invite him over? Honestly, I was so nervous because, you know, I'm, I come from a small town. There's a lot of white and Caucasian people and okay. there's nobody who's black or African in the middle of nowhere in Utah. So I was super nervous. But when I saw him, I was like, Ooh, he's cute. But I'm so nervous. Like there's no <laughs> way I have the courage to ask this cute guy to come play soccer with us. But, you know, I was like, okay, I have to do it. So anyways, I asked him to play soccer and then Later on, I saw him on campus and, you know, we kept talking and then we kind of started dating. Wow. Yeah. Shout out to her friend because her friend is the one I told her, hey, go ask that guy. And that friend ended up being a, a bridesmaid at our wedding. So. Oh, wow. She was doing the Lord's work. Look at that. See, for anyone who's <laughs> listening, anyone listening to the podcast, you know, if your friend ever, you know, says, go ask that person, you better go and ask. The Lord works in, in wonderful ways, uh, but that's really cute. I love, I love the encounter. So, so Lisa, you went into that a little bit, talking about how like Collins is like a black guy. So for people who are listening, they don't know what you are. So do you want to share that part of you with them? Yeah. So my parents immigrated from Mexico and they actually met in a super small town in, in Utah, which is kind of strange. 
um, since they come from a super close, close towns in, in Mexico. Um, but yeah, I grew up here in, in, in Utah and yeah, so I'm Mexican American first generation to go to college. Um, but yeah, so that's a little bit about me. Nice. And Collins, you want to tell people what you are? I mean, we know you're black. I mean, I know, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like they know you're black because she said it. <laughs> but yeah, can you just paint the picture for the people? Uh, yeah, sure. So, born and raised in Zimbabwe um, until I was 18. My parents kicked me out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and I left home. I uh, came to school, and I, I mean, I, I grew up in the capital, which is, I mean, a population of what two, three million. I'm, I'm assuming, and I went to a town that has 4,000 people, so that was quite the culture shock. But oh wow, yeah, yeah. But I met oh, my wow. wife, so it worked out. <laughs> <laughs> it did, it did. Okay, so cool. So then, what happens after the soccer interaction, right? Like, because then I think you guys then kind of went to, and then we started dating. How did that happen? Take me, take me through, you know, the timeline here. So for me, I've never met like a guy who's like so polite and so nice and just, you know, really open. And for me, I was like, okay, these are green flags. Like this is, I need to take this man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So at the beginning of, you know, we were just starting college, both of us at the same small community college. And um, I was, I think I was more into him in the beginning because I was like trying to find him or trying to find things, you know, school activities to go together. So, yeah, so that's kind of how, you know, I kept, you know, bothering him to to do, to do, do different things and stuff like that. Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess from, like, my perspective, it was, like, so we, I kept running into her, like, here and there in the summer. Because I met her in the summer, and she was, like, uh, working as well, and I was taking summer classes. Mm-hmm. So we run into each other here and there, try to hang out here and there. Um, I guess, but we didn't start hanging out a lot until the end of the summer, beginning of the fall semester. And I remember I had this conversation with one of my friends. I was like, man, there's this girl I keep hanging out with. And I don't know what it is about her, but I just, I don't know. I just feel like I shouldn't like let her go. I don't know if that makes sense, but I just feel like this, this is a good vibe I'm getting from her. And one day we were at this event. It was like an international student event. And I asked her, hey, do you want to come hang out? It was like a little, what was it? Like it was car- a karaoke night. Yeah, it was night. a karaoke night. <laughs> and we both don't sing. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to be fashionably late. And she was there on time. Oh, boy. So I get there, and she was mad. <laughs> Michelle, I was literally there, like, 30 minutes, like, before the event started, because they had asked for volunteers. Okay. And I felt like a dummy for being there so early. And then this guy showed up, like, an hour late. So I had to make new friends, but... Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> Collins. And and you know what? The, the thing is, though, I can relate to Collins, right? Because I was like that when I first came to the U.S., too. Because at home, if we would say 6 p.m., 6 p.m. is really 6.30. You know what I mean? Yep. So, <laughs> like, being on time, it, t- it took some time for me to be like, oh, if it's 6, it's 6. So, oh, wow. But look at you. Patience, Sally. You waited for him. I'm telling you, green flags, that was probably a red flag, but... <laughs> It was a green flag. Like if yeah. he was evaluating you, he would be like, "Oh, this is a green flag," because you know she's patient and she waited. Exactly. So then, at the karaoke event, then is that when you guys then kind of like decided to make things official? Um. So there was another guy there, and he was talking to me, and I see Colin show up right, and mm-hmm. he walks past me, but while he's walking past me, he's talking to another friend, and that friend asked him hey who's that girl referring to me mm-hmm. and Colin said oh that's my girl and my heart stopped I was oh. like my girl <laughs> anyways so then um I stopped talking to the other guy that I was talking to and then Collins was like hey can I take you for a minute and I was like okay sure and as we go on a small little walk and then you know, we're like talking. I don't even know what we're talking about, but he stops and he's like, hey, I have a question to ask you. Do you want to be my girlfriend? Oh and my Michelle, my heart stopped. I was like, <gasps> like, I literally felt the world revolving around me. I didn't know what to say. 
because Aww. being Mexican, being Mexican, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, nobody in my family has dated somebody outside their culture. What is my family going to think? You know, all these questions oh, wow, running yeah. through my head and like, you know, in a millisecond. And then, you know, I just blurred out. I was like, yes. Do you know what? You had me at the edge of my seat because I was like, man, with all these big questions, what did she say? Did she say, no, what happened? Yeah. No, I felt like, you know, that episode in Hamilton where the girl's singing and like they go in reverse mode. I felt like oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> so then that's how it starts. So you guys met kind of at the beginning of the summer and then you made it official at the end of the summer at the karaoke events. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Carlos, how did it feel asking her to be your girlfriend? Like, were you sure she'll say yes? Or you're just like, I'm just going to shoot my shot. That's a good question. <laughs> I wasn't, I was, I wasn't sure, but I was like, it's a, it's a risk I was willing to take. And that little like millisecond, she's talking about that for like hours. Cause she was just looking at me and I was like, Oh my gosh, what she can say. And then she's like, yes. I'm like, Oh God, thank goodness. But, yeah. Then the walk back to the karaoke party was pretty cool because we were like, oh, we're dating now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's so adorable, you guys. Like, honestly, I'm cheesing. That's so cute. Okay, cool. So then now you guys, you know, I guess you start freshman year, right, of college? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So then how long did you guys date for? And tell me a little bit more about, like, the relationship during that dating phase before engagement happened. So I looked it up. It was six years, three months, and 18 days. So I'm like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That is so so precise. I know, right? (laughs) Um, No, honestly, it it was like six years. But every year, it felt like a different stage in our relationship. You know, from freshman year in college to us graduating from, you know, university, it was such. Mm -hmm. School itself is already a challenge, but. We had each other during that time, um, but but it was a lot of fun, I guess, learning more about each other, but also having each other's back, especially during that time in our lives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was a lot of growing in those six years. I mean, I felt like we went through so many stages of us, the honeymoon phase and then the phase when you're just fighting about everything and the phase of, okay, because we went to community college and we're like, okay, we're about to graduate. Are we going to go to the same school? Where are you going to go? Where am I going to go? Is this going to work? And then we got over that. Then it was um, trying to finish school. And there was a point I couldn't finish school because I, you know, I couldn't afford to go to school. But she was going to school. And she had my back through the whole thing. And then I started oh, going back to guys. school. And she graduated. And she started working. I was still trying to finish up school. And she was like my sugar mama for like a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then... I mean, I finished, and then and I was like, okay, trying to get engaged, but I got to get my, my stuff together because I just barely finished. It was, it's been like a whirlwind, but. It, it, yo, and, and let's break it down because you just went through six years very fast, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> but I think what I was, what I was actually going to say was the sweet thing about your story is you guys met when you were so young. Like when you're starting college, like you're literally like still not a baby, but you know what I mean, right? Compared to like now, like what? full-blown adults so at that point you guys were still like trying to figure yourselves out and for you guys to go through college together that was amazing because you got to like grow and watch each other grow as well which is super sweet so I love that a lot about the story so yeah so something that you mentioned Collins was like okay you went through like the honeymoon phase like any relationship and then there was like the stage of fighting through everything let's talk about fighting there's so many different topics right like you can fight about anything really like Mm -hmm. you can have a very strong opinion about you know, religion, um, you know, your morals and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, if if there's no arguments or if there's no fighting, then it's not a normal relationship. (laughs) Right, right. Yes, yes. Right. So fighting is key because it's like it's a healthy part of it. I think, though, something that I'm trying to get to is every relationship has fights, obviously, right? when you get to that point where you're like deciding to commit to someone for the rest of your life like how do people or how did you guys think about the fights was it one of those things where it was like thinking of the future with the person didn't compare to any of the fights it was like the fights were nothing compared to the goodness of the relationship I think for me like you know we we had like an argument we never really yelled at each other but we would try to understand each other's opinion 
um and if it got like kind of crazy it's like more like stepping back for a minute especially Collins would be like I need to step for a minute and you know take a break and then come back um so it just depends how you handle it as a person Mm. but um I think at the end of the day like you know that that's your person so you need to figure it out Mm. um and then yeah Yeah, for me it was I mean I was kind of naive going into the relationship I'm not gonna lie I'm like I'm gonna be perfect I'm not gonna fight with her. I'm gonna tell. We're gonna talk about everything. There's gonna be no fights. And I mean that that theory was disproved in like half a month. But I think <laughs> how I knew this was sort of my person is even when we were mad at each other, there was still like the uh, like the love behind it. Like I knew I was mad, but I knew I was gonna get over it. Like there's very few people, like. I'm the type of person if I get mad, it's over with. I'm like, I'm probably not gonna talk to you for a while. But with her, it was like, it was different. It's like I was mad, but I knew I was, I was not gonna be mad in a little bit. I don't know, it's hard to describe. Mm, but yeah, fighting, okay. fighting is healthy. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Another thing is, I don't know how it works for everyone else, but for us, it's I never like we never use profanity of any sort, shape, or form. Like, it was never like, what the f is this or how could you be mm. such a this, this, and that? It was, I felt like once we crossed that stage or that line, it's hard, it wouldn't difficult to go back. So it was always, I feel like you're being like this, but we never used certain words. Yeah, we always like stay respectful towards each other. Yeah. No matter mm. what. Mm-hmm. I love that a lot. Yeah, I think I, I, I love everything that you guys have said. And I think something that's jumping out to me is, that part where like sometimes when you say things right you can't take the things back so it's key that when you're fighting also like you watch the words that you say and put things carefully right so that you don't you don't regret so I love that and I love that you guys are pointing out that you know what fighting is healthy because I think it just shows that it's two different human beings coming together and I think it would be worrying if there are no fights whatsoever so I love that about your story so then let's talk about the part where you said you talked about graduating from community college and then trying to figure out which schools to go to. Did you guys end up going to the same school? We went to the same school. I convinced her to come along with me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's so sweet. Okay, okay. Well, it's all like city, yeah. Okay, okay. I love it. Okay. I do have to say, though, like, so when we graduated, so she stayed in Ephraim, in Ephraim where, where college we met was. She stayed there for a summer, and I moved up to the big city, in quotes, uh, in the summer. Because I was like, I can go get a start, head start, kind of get started with school, try to get finish things quicker, I guess. But those were the longest three months ever, because I only see her like once every three weeks. And if I did see her, it was like, it was like 30 minutes, an hour. Man, that was, that was a hectic summer, but. Yeah. And you guys still pulled through. So how did you do that? How were you able to get through that? Not seeing each other as frequently as before. We were to FaceTime a lot. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not as hectic as all the people have to do like long, like legit long distance, but I guess suffering is relative, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. I love what you said. Suffering is relative. <laughs> nice. So, okay. Yeah. But basically at the core of it, it was like, you know, needing to still maintain the communication throughout that period. Okay, all right, cool, cool. So then um you guys then and then you then mentioned that like she graduated Collins and then you you were in school and she was working. How was that period of the relationship for you guys? Well, for me I felt like, you know, I was starting my career career. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was like, okay, I got this. I can run the world now. <laughs> um, but you know it was challenging in the way that you know Collins was still in school um just because you know different schedules like sometimes I wanted to go out for dinner when he had to study but we made it work like sometimes you know our dinner was him studying while having you know pizza together oh <laughs> um, but yeah so it's just it was just trying to find more time I think time was the most difficult part like aligning like what we were doing the you know specific days of the week um mm. but we you know, we made it work. Yeah, I, I think there's also like a, a bit of an aspect of um, the cultural thing where, well, so my, my father-in-law is very much like a manly man. And so my wife had grown up and seen that, you know, like a man provides blah, 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 blah. 
Mm-hmm. So it wasn't difficult, but it was kind of different because she was working and I wasn't. Mm. Um, but shout out to my father-in-law because she had a conversation with him and he was like, hey, he's still school, school, just let him do his thing and eventually get to that point. And I think that kind of helped her by hearing her own father say that. Mm-hmm. It's reassurance. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that a lot. And I, I like that we're going into this cultural aspect of it because... Sally, you said that when he asked you out, right, like, to or asked you to be his girlfriend, one of the things that came to your mind was like, oh, I've never dated somebody outside of, like, my culture or something like that. So how was that conversation with your parents? Um, So I kept it a secret. Not to do in a relationship. Secrets. No. Uh, so Collins asked me, you know, to be his girlfriend. And I was like, okay, I'm going to give it, you know, two weeks and see where this kind of goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's always that question, like, when you start a relationship, how soon do you tell your parents? Mm-hmm. Um, which is different for every relationship. But for me, it was very important. Important to, you know, to let my parents know, especially since we were in such a small town where everybody knows everybody. Oh, um, man. <laughs> So, you know, I told my parents within like several weeks, probably like three weeks that I was dating somebody. And, you know, my mom had a very difficult time in the beginning, which, you know, was really difficult for me because I'm really close with her. Mm -hmm. Um, And my dad, he never really said anything, you know, about Collins being black or African. He never really said anything. Um, But it took like at least a month for my mom to like, you know, get with the program of what was happening. <laughs> um, and it was just so funny because, you know, we're, I don't know, for me, I'm very like, I want to say I'm very Catholic, you know? And so one time my mom, so I was just praying the whole time. I was like, please Lord, let my mom accept my boyfriend. Um, I, I think this is the man of my dreams. Aww. And um it was I had gone to English mass and my mom went to Spanish mass so I was waiting for her at home and she gets home and she's like Sally I just want you to know that you know I am going to try to like Collins and I'm going to try and learn more about him and you know I'm willing to accept for who he is as a person because we all come in different shapes and forms and it was very emotional. I'm getting emotional right now. <laughs> um, and so just hearing those words of affirmation from my mom was very, I guess, cap- I don't know, it really captured me a lot. And, um, you know, she said, bring him over for dinner next weekend. And, you know, I, I can get to know him a little bit more. Um, and, you know, I brought him over and my mom was a complete different person. She was chit-chatting. And my mom was just a really funny person. <laughs> so she was like taking all of her, you know, Mexican stuff that she has like accumulated over the years, um, like pottery or embroidery, um, just different things and just showing off to Collins, like everything <laughs> she's done. And it was just, I don't know, it was just eye opening for me because I did not expect that from her. But now, you know, they're like best friends. <laughs> they talk oh, like a lot. That. And, you know, I just... I don't know. It was really beautiful for me to see that relationship grow and, you know, seeing how much my mom loves him now. It's truly amazing. Oh, I absolutely love that. And thank you so much for like opening up and, and sharing that part. Cause I think, um, it can be difficult, right? Like with intercultural relationships, like interracial relationships. And it's not in a bad way. It's just that it's different. It's like, Oh, you know, it can take some time for people to adjust. Right. And for you being close to your mom, like that was approval that you really wanted to get. So I'm really glad that, you know, it, it went well. And yeah, and she, she loved him for who he is and that they're best friends. Now, Collins, how was it meeting her parents? Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, I'm nervous. <laughs> so, so the first time I met her mom and dad was homecoming weekend. And I was like, well, I'm dating somebody now. I'm like, hey, can I do you want to go homecoming with me? It's gonna be really cool. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, man, it's a small town, and um, I don't want to be walking around with you, and then I run into your family. They're like, oh, who's that person with Telly or whatever? Mm. So let me go meet your parents. And she's like, no, they're not ready for that. <laughs> I'm like, just, I'm. They're like, let, let me just go meet your parents. This was like a week before homecoming, 
Okay. And then homecoming weekend came about and I was getting ready and she calls me up. Hey, my parents want to meet you right now. I'm like, what? You got to give me a warning. You got to give me like a couple of weeks to tell me a warning. Then I'm like, okay, what do I do? Do I take a shot to kind of calm down? But no, if I take a <laughs> shot, my dad smells the alcohol on me. He's thinking, like, so I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to go. So I go and they were having a bonfire in their backyard. And I'm going and I go and it's her mom, her dad, her aunt and her uncle and a bunch of little uh, little cousins. And it's so awkward. I mean, it was like, <laughs> like awkward. If you were the cricket, they were crickets. And her mom is just like, her mom is just like so uncomfortable. And I remember her mom was wearing these like, um, I think they were leather boots. Are they leather boots or yeah. like they were leather boots? And she was like tapping her foot next to like the bonfire, <laughs> and her foot like the shoe, the bottom of her foot like melted because she was just like tapping it so quick, and she didn't even look at me the whole time. And I was like, man, this. Stuff. <laughs> and the dad asked me like, where are you from? Oh, what are you doing here? Blah blah. blah. And, then, and then that was it. And then the aunt was doing all the questions like, how many sisters do you have? Like, wow. Yeah, it what's was. What's your family like? What's your family like? And then Sally saved me. She said, okay, we're going to go to the dance now. See you later. And I was like, and then the dad's like, okay, be home by midnight. And that was it. And it was the most awkward thing ever. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Anyways, we went to home. We went to the dance. And at 1030, I was like, go home. She's like, no, we just got here. I'm like, no, go home. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> an yeah. hour and a half? With an hour yeah, and a half was like, to go to I was a like, I was like, the message is loud and clear. You know? <laughs> So we did that, and then those those few weeks that Sally was talking about, it was it was really hard because she'd come hang out with me, but she, you could tell like something was off, and she'd be crying. I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, my parents, this is that. Like, is it because mm. of the whole interracial thing? She's like, yeah, they had my health time. I was like, it's okay if, if we're meant to be or work out. Like, don't worry about it. But it was really hard because, in my opinion, it was like. If I'm a bad person, it's fine. You know, you can mm-hmm. judge me by that. But if you just basically judge me just because of what I look like, that that was kind of difficult for me because I'm like, man, I have a fa- I have a family too. I have a I have like mom and dad, sisters, and I'm not just the dude off the street. You know, like judge right. me for my character, not what I look like. That was really difficult. And then her mom did like a three ticket. That was like the act of God because she. Like, all of a sudden, hey, my mom wants to invite you to dinner. So I went to dinner, and she's like, hey, I want to apologize. Well, Silly, Silly like, kind of, like, she said it in Spanish, because that way she, she was saying it from, with, like, her heart. You know how it is when you're speaking native language? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she says it, and Silly is translating, and she's like, I want to apologize to you for how I judged you. It's not it's not what Jesus wants of us. And, oh, wow. Um, yeah, it was, like, super profound. And I feel like my relationship with her is so strong because we went through that. Mm. And now I can just call her up and we can talk for hours. And do you know what? Like, do you know what I love about this is the fact that I feel like sometimes with like adults and by adults, I mean, I mean, we are adults, but I mean like adults, adults, like people who are older than us. I feel like sometimes it can be very hard for them to apologize when they do something wrong. Kind of like they sweep things under the rug and just be like, okay, like let's just move past it. But it's so beautiful that your mother-in-law like recognized what had happened. Right. And she wanted to, to apologize. Cause I feel like you said, I think that's why your relationship is so strong because it's actually founded on like honesty and like trust and stuff. So that's a really beautiful story, you guys. And I'm so glad Sally, man, when you were praying in English mass, Look at God pulling through for you. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Literally, yeah. And and Collins, I loved what you said, where you said, you know, um, if you guys were meant to be, you were going to end up being together. And it's just beautiful to see that, like, you guys have come up on the other side and you guys are best friends now. I love that, guys. That's really beautiful. So, Collins, on your end, on the family side, so I'm guessing your family was back home, right? Like, yeah. in them. So yeah. how how was how was that kind of like from your experience and also kind of in the past if you had had girlfriends had you told your parents about them or like what happened there with Sally? Um, so growing up, my my mom and dad kind of like just let me do my own thing. Okay. I mean, my mom would see me like talk to girls, but it was kind of like ah, it's just being a boy. 
And I never brought anybody like, hey, mom, this is officially my girlfriend. I see. Anyway, so I, <laughs> my dad is weird. So the first thing I remember, <laughs> um, so I called my dad. Hey, dad, just want to let you know I have a girlfriend. And he's like, oh, okay. And he doesn't say anything. And <laughs> he calls me back later and he's like, first of all, uh, it's good. <laughs> I don't even know if it's proper to say. He's like, first of all, at least I know you're not gay. I'm like, what? <laughs> did I give you any signs? I'm like, did I give you any signs to make you think I was? But okay. And my mom was like, that's all good. Yeah. Like, yeah, my mom, so my mom was always, I've always been a little bit close to my mom. I'm like, hey, mom. Um, so she's not black. Um, is, what, what are your thoughts? And she was like, you're the first person to date not a person who's not black? I'm like, no. She's like, are you happy? I'm like, yeah. So okay, then there's no problem. Aww. But my dad is, but my dad was a little bit more traditional, and he was like a little hesitant. Um, so that took a little while, and I'm like, Dad, I need to talk to her. I need to, I need to get to know her. He's like, bro, he's like, you haven't even been dating her for six months. You want me to talk to her? How is that possible? <laughs> so, oh, you're right, you're right. So I waited six months, and I called her up. My head's been six months. You need to talk to her now. <laughs> yeah, but that was a funny story. <laughs> Yeah, but it was for my for my mom. My mom was always like on board from day one. My dad took a little bit of time, but I think I think now he loves Sally. Oh, I love that! I love that. And and Sally, you gained sisters. It looks like on Colin's side, right? Yeah, I got two sisters, and then Colin's got a sister and a brother. <laughs> oh, I love it! I love it. How how about the the siblings dynamic? How is that for you guys? Uh, I think I can go first. <laughs> um, so I guess in our families, both Collins and I are the older siblings for both of our families. So I'm the oldest sister and I have a younger sister and a brother. Okay. Um, and then Collins has two younger sisters. So my sister and I are 16 month, months apart. So we're pretty close. Okay. When Collins and I first started dating to her, it felt like you know, her best friend got taken away. <laughs> um, but, and then my brother, he's 11 years younger than me. So my brother, you know, he, and when we started dating, you know, his feet were dangling in the back seat. That's how tiny he was. No. And now, <laughs> and now he's taller than Collins. So and I, I think for my brother, at least Collins has always been like a bigger, you know, older brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for my sister, it was more difficult, but now, you know, they get along and they talk more to each other. Um, so it was just interesting in the beginning, but now it's like a lot better. We, you know, we play soccer on Sundays, so it's just about, you know, nourishing the relationship more and just learning more about each other. I love that. I love that. How about on your end, Collins? Oh, my sister was kind of like, hey, bro, this is what it is. This is my girlfriend. <laughs> and they were like, they were like, hey, cool. Uh, but my sisters, I don't know, I always had like a cool relationship with my sisters. So for them, they were kind of, ex- they accepted Sally really quick. And Sally's, Sally's a really likable person. There's very few mm. people that I, don't, that I know that don't like her. So it was kind of easier. It was easier for her. Um, her little brother has always been, like I said, when I met him, he was tiny. So I've always, he's always been cool. He's always been, he's such a good kid. He's always so chill, so quiet. But I had no problem with him at all. But her sister, it was kind of interesting like um like she said like he felt like I, I think she felt like i was taking her friend away mm. so there was a little bit of a reluctancy there um it wasn't like it wasn't like like friendship right away um so i had to take a little bit of work there and i always tell you like hey i'm in a relationship with your sister like i have my sisters but that was like again like it's kind of naive because <laughs> it hasn't always worked that way. This is like a person from a whole different continent, different culture, and I'm still in her best friend, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And she's super competitive. I'm super competitive. So when two super competitive people are like competing, it doesn't always add up. But I mean, like now I think we're we're good. We like I said, she's I can honestly say she's one of my best friends, like besides my wife. I um, love that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we argue just like any family, you know. Like, yeah, right. That's what you want. But like, <laughs> yeah, like because from those arg- arguments, you have growth. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. yeah, like, yeah, like, I, I, like we're family. Like, we got, I think, got to the point now when she, she has issues. She come up to me and, and she's like, "Hey, I need, I need advice about this, this and that." But it was that to get to that point. I mean, there was work that needed to be done because, mm-hmm. like I said, we're very two very strong-minded people. Yeah, yeah. But we're good now. I love, and I love the fact that, like, I think you guys seem to integrate your families into like each other's lives or like playing soccer with with her sister or like her siblings and then also on the other end from my Instagram seeing you guys are going to like Disney with like you know your sister Collins as well which is so nice to see so I love that I love that so okay let's get back to the love story now so tell me about the engagement how did that all happen so so here's the funny story Michelle I knew that I wanted to marry Collins like six months into our relationship wow okay <laughs> yeah she was quick <laughs> um for me like he was like super respectful he wanted the best in me um he, not only did he want to achieve but he wanted to see me achieve my goals as well um it. and he was just super he would just encourage me in everything you know that I would set my mind to so Mm. just knowing that somebody had my back like that I was like okay this is the guy like what else do I want (laughs) (laughs) I Um, love it (laughs) but we both we both went into our relationship knowing that we wanted to finish school before getting engaged or getting married so we prioritized school first um but that's kind of a little bit Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I love it. So six months in, how about you, Collins? When did that moment happen? Man, that's hard. It's not like there was like one, one moment. It just kind of like, there was like one point I was like, I want to marry this person eventually. I just need to get my ducks in a row. But gotcha. It, gotcha. Okay. It's okay. hard to describe when there was like that one moment. But I do remember the first time because she, she dropped the L word first and I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> Like this is getting serious. This is somebody's child. Like I'm not gonna. Like this has got to work now because I can't be playing games. But yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. So let's hear the engagement story. Yeah. So Collins and I. So Collins finished school, and you know I was working, and then we both have jobs. At this point, we're both you know we're working on our careers, and mm-hmm. I was telling Collins, I think I'm ready to get married. You know, anytime now. Um, so I knew I was ready and, you know, I just, we talked about it and then we didn't really mention marriage for like a couple months or two. And then that's, I'll leave it at that. And you can start your side of the story. Yeah. Mine's a lot more eventful. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, I got finished college, started working. I already knew like I wanted to get married, but it was a matter of convincing my parents like, yo, this is what I'm going to do. Mm. so my parents came for my graduation you know i'm like i'm gonna give them like a little bit of a, like a buffer period so i'm not gonna be like boom boom <laughs> so i gave it like four months five months and i told my aunt because my aunt had been like she knew about a relationship from day one. Oh, so okay. i'm like so i called her i'm like hey i think i'm ready to get married she's like really I'm like yep then <laughs> she's like i'm like i need you to tell my parents because i'm trying to be traditional Oh, oh, was this like uh dad's sister? Was it like Tessie? Yeah, this is my dad's little sister. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. So uh he's like, she's like, okay, cool, I'll let your parents know. So I don't hear anything for a week. I'm like, oh the heck is good. No. <laughs> <laughs> so parents eventually do call me. They're like, Hey, we heard from Auntie uh, that you wanna do this, this and this. Um we'll talk about it. I'm like, What? And it was kinda awkward for a little bit. And then I kept trying to call them back and they kept like pushing it off and pushing it off. And eventually I got to print them, like, hey, I've been trying to talk about this for a month. Are we gonna like when are we gonna have this conversation? And then my then my, my my dad was like, What are your plans? I'm like, what do you mean what are my plans? I just told you I'm trying to get married. <laughs> and um I you know, in hindsight, I just think like my parents were not ready to like for me to get to that point. Cause when I left home, I was like a little kid. And the next time mm-hmm. they saw me, I was, uh, I mean, I, I thought I was a man, but they did like, I don't know if they, <laughs> they thought that. But there's this gap, you know, of like all the years I was away from home. And the lost memory they have is me 
the little kid during high school, and like that's the memory they had. That's the who they thought they was. But this is all this growing that has happened that mm. they didn't see. Mm-hmm. I think it was difficult for them to comprehend that little boy uh, getting engaged. You know. Yeah. So it got to the point where my dad and I legit had an altercation on the not an altercation, an argument on the phone. And he's like, what are you talking about? What do you want to do? I'm like, Dad, I'm going to get engaged. I'm trying to get your blessing. He's like, but you still have to do this, this, this. I'm like, Dad, I can achieve that after I marry this girl. We've been dating for six years. What more do you want me to do? Mm. And he got mad. And then he hung up the phone. Uh-oh. And oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my mom calls me back. What's going on? I'm like, Mom, you know what? This is what I'm going to do with my life. I've tried to get your blessing you don't want. It is what it is. I have to move on. I'm tired, I, I legit told her, I'm tired of your husband trying to bully me. If he's not going to accept it, it is what it is. And, we, and then she's like, don't do that. I'm like, mom, I'm trying with your husband. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> with your husband. <laughs> and, then she, and then she's like, okay, I'll talk to him. I'll talk to him. And I hear my dad in the background. Don't talk to him. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so he hung up and I didn't talk to my dad for like a month. Oh, wow. And my sister would be like the intermediate. Just talk to your dad. I'm like, bro, I'm tired. And she'd go to my dad. I just talk to your, your, your son. Like, nah, he's not going to listen to me. <laughs> and then it got to a point where I was like, I called my mom. I'm like, mom, I have the ring in my hand. I want to go engage. I'm going to post a selling on Saturday. I'm telling you guys this because you can't tell you. You can't tell you. You, you can't say I didn't tell you, but I, this is something I believe in the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And I really like your blessing, but this is what I'm doing. And my mom was like, then my mom gave me her blessing, and literally the night before I was gonna propose to Sally, my dad calls me, and he, we had, you know, I, being like an African dad, like we never have these heartfelt conversations or mm-hmm. like these in-depth things. So he calls me up, like I want to apologize for what I did. Oh um, wow! It was just a little difficult for me, and I know you're growing as a man. You know, I've met her. She's a, she's a good person. And you know, just ready. And I I give you my blessing and I love you. And I was like, whoa. Okay. Oh, he dropped the L word. <laughs> yeah. And you know how it is. For African friends, I love you. Like, yeah, yeah this is so real, real. <laughs> Listen, for real. I'm telling you. When my dad says I love you, I almost feel like my whole year is made. <laughs> yeah. So that happened. And then the next day, um, so I thought I was at work, but I drove down to a hometown and I set up this like little, what is that? Like a fairy tale land in like one of the buildings in, in, on, on the campus in Nisawe, man. And her aunt helped me. Like, so I would buy the decorations and I sent them to the houses and they helped me like decorate it. And so I thought I was at work and I'm like, hey, baby, I'm about to go to work. I'll talk to you later. And the whole time I was decorating. Aww. And her sister, yeah. Her sister and her boyfriend, her sister's boyfriend, um, drove her from the city to the little to the little town, and she's like, "Hey, we're going to this international, this event for international students, and we want you to come with us." So they they convinced her to come, and she walked in, and it was just like this little setup that I have. I think it's on my Instagram if you haven't seen it. And Yo, I'm after this. I'm going to go and check it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I, was, I've never been so nervous in my life. It was so weird because I like I knew the person, but my heart was beating like a thousand beats per second. Oh. And I see her, and she's like, "Babe, what's going on?" And I'm like, "What do you think is going on?" I'm shocked, Michelle. And I'll tell you why because like you know he because ha- he had told me that you know his dad wasn't talking to him because of the mm. whole marriage thing so in my head I thought we were still in that stage so you know when I got to the building I opened the doors I see balloons and this is like two days before Christmas as well. oh wow so I thought they had like some valentine's themed Christmas party going on <laughs> So I was confused walking in and then I see him at the end and then there was these huge letters that said, marry me. And I was like, no, what is happening? (laughs) Um, But I said, yes. And yeah, we got engaged. Wow. This legit was a surprise to you, right? Like I was shocked. Wow. So, so, okay. So paint the picture for me. So when the engagement happened, I know you said like her aunts were helping you like 
decorate the place was there like family present when you got engaged or was it like a private moment with just the two of you so my sister and her my sister's boyfriend were behind me and I'm walking into the building and I go up the stairs and I see balloons in the shape of hearts and I see rose petals on the ground and candles oh wow Collins at the end and I was like I just saw him but then I was shocked because you know after he proposed I don't even I can't even remember what he said <laughs> besides when he married me <laughs> um I saw my parents pop out and then my my aunties that were there oh it was my gosh. really cute this is such a sweet story you guys wow what a beautiful story yeah and Collins how did it feel when she said yes Oh man, <laughs> it's a blur. I honestly, I don't even remember what I. I think I said something. I don't remember what I said. I was just like, "Will you marry me?" After I said some some speech, oh. but I wanted her like her mom and dad to be there. So like mm-hmm. her mom and dad were like hiding in one corner. Her brother was hiding in another corner. Her aunts that were that helped me decorate are hiding in another corner. Then they kind of popped up after she made it up the stairs. That uh, is so yeah. beautiful. So after you guys got engaged, yay, I'm excited about this part of the story. How long did you guys wait before like you then got married? <laughs> um, two months, three months. <laughs> <laughs> so we tied on that. So we, we, t- we got married civilly in February, February of 2020. Okay. Um, so yeah, it was like less than two months. <laughs> and oh yeah, COVID- before the COVID stuff. Yeah, and then COVID hit the next month. Can you believe that? That um, is crazy. So we waited like a whole other year to get, you know, church certified married. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so then we, we had our, you know, a church uh, wedding the year after in April. So. Got you. Oh, wow. Well, congratulations, you guys. And now you're up on, on two years. So when you say two years, do you count from the civil or the church? I count the church and I'll tell you why, because when, if you're Catholic and you want to get married, you go through marriage preparedness classes okay. and just, you know, spiritually, you know, it was just kind of life-changing for me, I guess, talking more in depth of like mm. our past and our relationship. So I count the April wedding of 2021, but Colin says February, 2020, but. I thought it was cute because <laughs> we were like, because we, okay, so we were like engaged and like, well, let's move in together. But I knew that for, out of respect for her parents, like it would be difficult if we just engaged. I was like, well, let's mm. go get married. That's why we got married, too, because it was kind of to show respect to her mom and dad. Ah, um, so, okay, okay. Yeah, so we got married on Valentine's Day in 2020. And then oh, we guys, that's so cute. I know, cute. we did the cheesy thing. Yeah. <laughs> that is so cute. So Valentine's Day 2020, and then you moved in together after like the marriage, like the civil marriage, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I love it. I love it. This is such a cute story, you guys. Honestly, you guys had me like cheesing and like blushing. The whole thing is just <laughs> so cute. Okay. So what's your favorite part about being married? Having been married for like two years, what's like your favorite thing, Sally? I think my favorite part is, you know, having my best friend with, you know, with me at all times. Like sometimes he'll like, he'll go golf or something like that. But, you know, I'll, I'll be like, can I tag along? Like, you know, I just love being around him because he's just so energetic and just, you know, has good vibes. So, um, you just, you know, I love being married to my best friend. So. Oh, how about you, Collins? Um, I guess we got to the, for me at least, like when we first started dating, it was like, man, I, I spent like an hour with her. I spent like three hours with her. I spent like the whole day with her. That was crazy. And then it was like, when I was alone, that was easier. And when I was with her, it took energy. And then slowly, it kind of morphed into being alone was harder than being with her. And now, now that we're to, now that we're married, when we're apart, I feel like that takes energy, and I, that that's exhausting. And then when we when we get back, you're like, man, can you believe we spent like two days without seeing each other? That's nuts. It's like I know. But, <laughs> yeah, like she took like a recently, she took like a trip down. South is my sister, and um, and we were just—it felt so weird, like not like not seeing her for so long, but forty-eight hours. Forty-eight <laughs> hours. 
I love it. And and then as a last question, so if you guys were giving, let's say even if you were giving your own siblings advice, right, about qualities to look for in a lifelong partner, what would you say? Let's start with Collins this time. It's funny you mentioned this because I told my sisters this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, for me, it was the person that gives you peace. Um. Before I met her, I had a lot of restlessness in me. It was, it's kind of difficult to describe. I felt like I wasn't at peace, but when it, when she's around, it's like things are a little easier or breathe a little easier. Mm. And and even when things are hard, they don't seem as hard. And whenever we're going through challenges, I know it's okay because I have my ride or die. Mm. And there's always little things that you see when you're dating, like, how this person behaves with your family, how, how this person behaves in situations, and all that stuff is magnified when you get married. So I always tell my sisters, look for somebody that gives you peace, look for someone that respects you, but also somebody who you can push as well, and they push you, and you always, you guys always push each other to get to the best versions of yourselves. I love that. I love that. How about you, Sally? Um, I would say, like, for anybody looking for their lifetime partner is, you know, be ready to pick up that person and help that person achieve their goals. But also you need to find that person who's helping you out Mm. Um, because, you know, we all go through different challenges in life that you need to be ready to be vulnerable um, to share those weaknesses with your lifetime partner. That way they know how to build you more up. Um, so just looking for that person who will encourage you and help you set goals and achieve them. Oh, I love that. Wow. You guys with the wisdom. Come on, somebody. Okay. <laughs> I was out here taking notes. No, those are so solid. And I absolutely love the fact that like the advice, right, that's coming from you guys is coming from things that you have lived through and you've experienced. And obviously being married for two years you've also seen some things, right? So definitely really appreciate you guys sharing some of these, some of these nuggets with us. So yeah, I mean, I think this is pretty much the end of this episode. I want to say thank you so, so much to both of you guys for sharing your amazing story with me. This was just it was such a beautiful story and I'm going to be all over the Instagram stuff, just liking. And like, if you see me going all the way back to like 2016 photos and liking, just know that <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm just going through my search of looking for all these photos, but really, really appreciate you guys being here and like sharing your story with us. So thank you so much for coming here. Thank you. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Like a trip down memory lane, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, that's it from us, you guys. Thank you so, so much for listening. Look out for the next episode. Peace. <laughs>